Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Mac and Cheese. Mac being me, Ruby McClellan, and Cheese being the Word of God. We're thankful today for you tuning in and listening to the Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. Thankful that you're sharing the podcast with your friends and your neighbors. I am so grateful. It was wonderful learning that we picked up a, some new listeners. And uh, it's just good to share the word of God. I know God is pleased. We're going to do a, uh, have a very short prayer in just a second. But our topic today, we're still continuing in chapter number six of Revelation. We're going to start with the 12th and 14th verse. Father, we just praise you and we thank you. We magnify your holy, righteous name. You're wonderful to us and we're grateful. We pray that each listener will be blessed. God, open up their ears, their spiritual ears, that they might hear the word of God. And Father, I ask that you use me to import this information to the people that you desire to be listeners. I'm not trying to exalt myself. Just your word is very important to me. And especially the book of Revelation because it's what's going to happen in our near future. Dear God, I will always be in awe when I think of how great your love for me and everyone else in this world is. And reading your book of Revelation, I found out that you really do love us. We weren't anywhere close to righteousness when you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. But that did not stop you, Lord. I will always set my heart on loving you, ever grateful that you loved me first. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And now let's go quickly to Revelations, the sixth chapter. And this is a chapter that is so much going on at one time. And that's the way God intended for it to be. Because this is the chapter, not only where the Antichrist is revealed, 
But they also know that God is in control and that he's causing all these things to happen. The sixth shield brings natural disaster of various kinds. The earth and the heavenly bodies will go into convulsion. This was predicted in Joel, the second chapter. It'll go into convulsions and many of these judgments in nature as sign of the day of the Lord. Now in Revelation 12, it says, and I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal and lo, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became his blood. Now the other night, when we looked into the heavens, the moon was red. And I'm sure people will just explain things off like they do today. But the force described in this seal is overpowering fear. Many of us are frightened by the elements of weather. Sometimes we don't pay a lot of attention to human activities like the war in Ukraine. That's because it's not here in America. Or the war that was in Afghanistan. Or uh, various wars that we have been gone through, Vietnam, um, the war that was going on between Japan and the United States. You know, unless our troops are over there, we seldom give it a second thought. We might pray for the uh, servicemen and all that, but it's human um, activity. But this seal is gonna it's gonna bring so much fear. God begins direct intervention. And like I said, the other seals was the fury of the Lord. But this seal, it opens up all kind of judgments. The sixth seal also opens up the judgments uh, of the contain the trumpet judgments and the bold judgments. And we haven't gotten to those yet. They really get horrible. But in this lesson today, it's the great earthquake and all the um, faults that's beneath the earth will begin to fracture, not one, 
like we kind of see now every once in a while, it's a real bad earthquake and it's registering on the scale 6.7 or what have you. But it it's going to simultaneously be all over the world. And uh, it'll be a global earthquake. Can you imagine? It'll be like the earth just went into convulsion, just shaking. People will really be afraid. The sixth seal has to do with the end of the Gentile age. This has to do with the believers being carried away into heaven. This terrible earthquake is told about in Isaiah, the second chapter in the 19th verse. And it talks about how people will go to the holes of the rocks and the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord. For the glory of his majesty, when he arises to shake terribly the earth. It won't be like any that we've been acquainted with before. I remember oh, some 60 years ago when my, uh, well, she's not quite 60, but my little child at the time was I don't know where it came from or why she was saying it and we never found out but she was saying California was going to shake out into the ocean so when I read this it particularly grasped my attention now there's no nothing that's saying that California is going to drop off. But with the earthquake of this magnitude, we don't know what will occur. We'll just hear the cry of the Christians saying the Lord is coming. And there'll be many volcano volcanic Interruptions and large amount of debris will be blown into the Earth's atmosphere. You know, if you've ever seen a volcano explode, all that stuff blows, I don't know how many miles into the air. And then uh, I remember one earthquake, uh, I mean, turn not tornado, volcano eruption, and that they could even see the smoke in the debris way over in England. So it'll be terrible when the mountains start moving out of their place. If you're used to walking, I remember the first time that I uh, visited California and I was riding down the street going to our destination and I saw this huge mountain and it looked like it was right at the end of the street. Of course it wasn't, 
It was just that that's the way it looked in the distance. And I just said, oh, there's a mountain. Had never seen anything that size before. And so I was just in awe of looking at it. But can you imagine if you used to traveling down the highway and you can uh, see the mountain and all of a sudden there it wasn't there? So, like I said, this seal brings on a lot of fear. I'm talking about people shaking in their boots. They'll be shaking in their boots. It'll be a lot of natural disaster. And it'll all be going on at one time. The earth and the heavenly bodies will go into convulsions. And this terrible earthquake, you can uh, read about it in the second chapter of Isaiah. And many people will be running and wanting the rocks to fall on them. They'll be wanting to die and will not be able to. And notice, particular notice, matter of fact, put a star around this, the three and a half years of tribulation will begin. That's when all of this chaos, more than what's been going on that we've been studying so far up to the sixth chapter, that's when all of it will start happening. We won't know who the Antichrist is even when it begins because but there'll be somebody that will raise up in power and and the people that's still here on earth, if they got any intuition or um, they can watch what's going on in the world. I'm sure technology will be much better then and that they uh, all these things will come to light the minute they happen. And the, um, so stars will be falling from heaven. Uh, matter of fact, Revelation 6 and 13 says, and the stars of heaven fell into the earth, even as a fig tree casted her, cast her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. I saw a picture on Facebook, I believe it was yesterday, and it told about a lot of stars, celestial bodies that fell from the heavens in 1833. And they said that hasn't happened since. And it told that it was like so many stars that fell all of a sudden that it people were frightened because they thought it was the day of the Lord had finally got here. But 
the God we serve. He's so gracious. And he yet reaching out and reaching for people and giving people another chance just a little longer to get the thing right. The mighty winds is of God. So it'll be really terrible in that day. But that will not happen until it won't take place, this great shaking. And uh, until there's a great falling away in the church right before this occurs, something that kind of looks like what's going on now. The pandemic caused this falling away from the church, and people are just beginning to go back. Even though some, some of us, I know I'm going to be masked up <laughs> regardless. Uh, but many people have stay home and they watch it on TV and they watch it on their computers. But there'll be a great falling away of the church. And a lot during this time, a lot of people they just won't believe anymore. They didn't heard so much, uh, so many lies and so much going on. I know I've heard enough about politics to make me want to puke right now. And you think, uh, well, what are we putting in office? One crook over another crook. And I imagine during that day, people will be saying that about the church. Because if something goes on in the church, look like the news media magnifies that so and realizing that that's just one individual that the, uh, backslid or got caught up with demonic spirits or what, but they blame the whole church. So, as you can see, believers will be tried and many will fall away. Many will betray. They'll be betrayed by their own household and their friends. In Revelation 14, I want to read that because that is something else. It says, and the heavens departed as a scroll. Now, this is when this earthquake happened. The, the heavens are going to depart like a scroll. Somebody rolling it up. And when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their place. I can't even imagine that. That we look up, you know, now we look up, we see something blue. Um, the uh, the first heaven, we look right there. But on that day, you're going to be look, able to look all the way to God's throne. And that's going to scare people so bad, they really going to be running, crying for the rocks 
to fall on on them. It will be uh, dramatically affected the sky as we know it, it to appear. Every mountain, every island will be moved. And this earthquake will be so strong that mountains will flatten out and islands will disappear. And earthquakes of this magnitude would immediately put up a screen of smoke that nothing in the heavens would be visible. Now that, you can find that in Isaiah the 34th chapter. Now this is, when this happens, the believers, the rapture will be have happened three and a half years ago, uh, a long time ago. And it's going to seem long to these people on earth because one thing was happening right after another. As soon as they got over one thing, something else would happen, constantly happening. But then in, in Revelation 6 and 15, it says, And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men. Did you hear that? The rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondsman and every free man hid himself in the den and in the rocks of the mountain. In other words, when this particular seal is broken. The wealth, your wealth, uh, or whatever position you're in, it don't matter if you're the prime minister, the president. It will have no influence on God's decision. He is not impressed with our importance. <laughs> Neither will we be able to. Uh, fall back on being underprivileged. I was born in a bad neighborhood or whatever. Uh, None of this will matter. The only thing that will matter is what we did about Jesus. This really is the time when neither silver or gold will be able to save people from the wrath of God. Your money won't be no good to buy your way from the wrath of God. Men will seek death, but death will not come. Suddenly, People will realize who Jesus is, but it's too late. They have rejected him. They'll be out there hollering, fall on us to them rocks and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. And I can imagine if I could look all the way up to the throne. <laughs> mm. 
I'm glad I'll already be up there. For the great day of wrath is come, and who, who will be able to stand? The great day spoken of begins three and a half years of the worst things you could even imagine. And I hope you got on your imagination with this, uh, the things that we've talked about in this podcast, because they do get worse after this. If you can imagine that. But the book of Revelation is written to the church, the Christian. It encourages us to look forward to heaven. It also tells us the terrible things we will we will be saved from when the wrath descends on this earth. It leads two true Christians to witness to their friends and family while there is still time. Share this project podcast with your friends. If you can save a soul, sometimes we don't know what to say to one another, but just just share it with them and it might cause them to change their whole lifestyle. Let's just say a short prayer and we're going to end this podcast. Um, you all pray for me, and I'll be praying for you. But, Lord, we pray, pray that the knowledge of the things that will go on during the tribulation, just knowing about them, will cause people to give their life to Christ. We're not trying to scare anybody. But if scaring you will make you give your life to Christ so that you can enjoy eternity forever, then one of our goals have been realized. But we hope that you see the love, the love, the love of Christ. And that causes you to want to be a part of his great kingdom. God bless you, and you pray for me. If you want to get in touch with me, you can. I'm on Facebook as Ruby McClellan. I'm also, I also have a website, www.macandcheesepodcast.com. I won't be sending you a lot of emails or anything. I won't be asking you for money. I'll just <clears throat> know who to direct the prayer to. And I ask that you pray much for me. I enjoy life. And I want to in- continue to enjoy life. Ble- uh, pray for my health. And I thank you. And Let's all enjoy Christ together and hope that uh, 
One day, we'll all be in that cloud together. Amen. God bless.